There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done, we're having a night Buonasera Buonasera, ciao, come vai? Tutto bene Sì Wow Do you guys even recognize us anymore? We're basically Italian. That's one of my <laughs> biggest fears is that I come back from vacation, like from, I come back from Oaxaca and just start wearing like a poncho. And I'm like, this is me now. Didn't we talk about this after your honeymoon? Yep. When I was like, Ari's not being racist. She was just an Argentina. Oh my gosh. It was, talk of, it was talk of ponchos. Oh, it's always ponchos. Because that's always, always what I season. think I could pull off. Is there a world in which, okay, okay, all right. I had a moment a couple of years ago where I really, and by a couple of years ago, I mean last year, where I really wanted a poncho, but I don't mean a poncho like like um, a, a Latin American poncho. I mean the shape of a poncho, but perhaps like in a different fabric. Like a cashmere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you had to say it. <laughs> we don't say the C word on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that is too luxurious. We can't, yeah. But do you know what uh, I mean? Like that makes kind one. of, sh- yeah. But then I'm like, oh, I will look s- stupid as fuck in a poncho. No, you wouldn't. You'd look chic. No, I think to pull off a poncho, you have to be quite tall and have very small boobs. It just looks like a scarf mm-hmm. if it's a thin fabric. And you can kind of bunch it up. Yeah, I just think it needs to like fall off of you. And on me, things tend to just sort of bunch. <laughs> they just sort of like lay there instead of falling, you know? They need to be a curtain, a clothes hanger to really wear a poncho. Don't you hate, that's, a, that's like a, um, a compliment that mothers would give like girls in high school. Like, oh, well, she's, she's got a great body. Clothes just fall really nicely yes. on her. Oh my God, exactly. Like, it's, clothes but, fall nicely on her? Yeah, yeah, and then you're looking across the street where there's a huge like fashion, like a design. What is that? A, a showroom. showroom. And it's like the clothes are literally just falling off the hangers. I see what the mothers meant. It's, she's not, yeah, she's not wrong. She's not, it's, she's not even making a metaphor. No, I'm just speaking a truism. Um, so as you can tell from our introduction, we, we were recently in Italy. <laughs> and we, um, don't you hate when people talk on podcasts like this? And we had a really good, we had a really good trip to Italy and, um, we ate a lot of pasta. I can't even do it fully. Uh Oh, (laughs) no, I think I'm just looking at the, sorry guys. Hope we didn't blast out your eardrums. I'll, don't worry. I'll work on the mix after the podcast. Um, yes, I know when you can like hear all that. Ew, you, okay. I can't go down this path. We had something to talk about and a big thing to talk about. It's our trip. Okay. <laughs> yes, we I'm, did. We I could see us talk about, about ASMR forever. I know. Uh, yeah. I knew that's where that was going. Queen of ASMR. Um, I'm actually not, but I do. I do have it. Um, weirdly, neither of my parents does, and I thought maybe it was genetic, but I guess it's not genetic. Unless hmm. they're both recessive gene carriers. How how do you play that? What, yeah. How do you play that play? Or it's yes, recessive. Recessive. You, Is that what I just said? Recessive. Yeah, you did it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So we were on our trip, but before we talk about anything 
we've got to do our rose and thorn, which this week I thought, this mm. is very basic, but I'm just going to say it. What was your cheese and what was your rind? Is that too boring? No. It's a bit... I was thinking we could do like, what's your... I was thinking about things we've been drinking. And Ooh. I was like, what's your like sweet vermouth and dry vermouth? But I love dry vermouth. Yeah, so we love the them problem. both. Um, what's your... I know, okay, what's like a grody thing? Well, what's like... Well, your... but then we wouldn't have drunk it. What's yeah. your... What's your... Um, Wait, okay, when we were in Prague, I ordered a beer, and the guy was like, you know that's non-alcoholic. Oh, um, yeah. It's just R- an R. Radagast? Radagast. R- Radagast? Is it that? Or yes, ri- that's yeah. it. Okay, so what's your what's your Pilsner Urquell, and what's your Radagast? From our trip. I don't know, or this week, of whatever you... Hey, the world's your oyster. You can talk about whatever oh you want. God. Um, my Radagast, start with the bad news, yeah. was... Um, um, I, I'm going to go really simple here. Mm-hmm. I accidentally overcharred some beautiful Japanese eggplant that I bought. Ooh. Just really Wait, okay, how were you it cooking up. it? I was grilling it. Grilling it? It's grilling it. And you put oil on? I put, okay. This is grilling what I've on the grill, yep. not on a grill pan. Yes, okay. on a grill. Um, a gas grill, unfortunately. But really saves you time. Um, when I am grilling eggplant, zucchini, any kind of like those kind of nightshade, you know, like watery, watery, (laughs) um, I don't salt or pepper them first and I don't even oil them. I just oil the grill because then they, they like stick and they don't collapse and you get really good grill marks and they're like sponges. So then as soon as they come off and they're hot, then I put whatever I want on them. So then they're not covered, you know, you don't have any like weird canola oil or anything on them from the grilling process. Right. And the salt, if you pre-salt them, they just start to like leach water and then you have all these flare-ups. Oh, interesting. But I also, but I like to salt it because I like for them to get really soft. They like, still do get they really st- soft. Interesting. Okay. But I know what you mean. Well, because I do feel like that's one of those things, I'm sure Serious Eats has like pages and pages about how to cook eggplant because mm-hmm. I do feel like that's one of those things where like maybe pre-salting is actually like an old wives tale. Yes. Um, well, eggplant, I do think you're right. It might be trickier, but zucchini for sure. Yeah. Oh God. I love it's okay. Zucchini is to me a vegetable that cannot be eaten raw. Wait, no, never mind. I'm like already going against whatever I was going to say. Ignore me. Anyway. Okay. So you cooked uh, that, but okay. you charred. Yeah. So that was my, um, Rind. Radagast. Radagast. Rind, Radagast. What was your pills? My pills was, um, in that same grilling session, I, I just, I love a cedar planks salmon, especially if I have to grill fish on a gas grill. It's like, what? Of course. Yeah. Throw mm-hmm. that on a plank. Mm-hmm. The grill was unexpectedly hot and I closed it and I opened it and it was, everything was, the wood was aflame. Uh-huh. And I was like, shit, 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 shit. But then, it since it wasn't um, a, a flare-up from the grease and the gas, yeah. and it was just the wood, I was like fucking Francis Mullman. Then it was incredible, because Delicious. it was like putting your salmon in an actual wood-burning fire. Wait, okay, so with these planks, they're not supposed to go up in flames, right? No, I probably didn't soak it long enough. Oh, so you have to... So I've never worked with You've wood never worked with a plank. Before. I've never worked with planks before. Um, so what's the deal? So you buy them mm-hmm. and they're like quarter inch thick. 
Yeah. Kind of. And then you soak it. Then you soak it. They say, some people say only 15 minutes. Okay. And they can just catch fire. I don't know. Maybe, maybe something dripped. Maybe like a little grease yeah. dripped and whatever. But it wasn't and then you, But bad. you reuse it. No. Then you don't oh, it's it. a one and done. Yeah, yeah. It gets pretty charred. Well, you know how I feel about one and done. But it's wood. You're right. It's wood. I mean, also, in fact, you bad, can use but... it then for charcoal. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, or composted or yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah, not having. Oh God, yeah. Just thinking about living in the city. There's no no opportunity for cedar planks in my future. You know. No, although I was scared that the grill wasn't going to work, so I looked up if I could do it in the oven, and it said yes. Oh. Oh, so you just still get like a nice woody flavor. Mm-hmm. Delish. Ooh, a good piece of salmon. It's just really, there's few things better. Okay, I was having a question about, like, we can also talk about this later. Okay, but I think you should go first. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Um, it's related to salmon, just remind me. All right, my radzagast, oh, my low point was, which Ari also experienced and Harry also experienced and Chris also experienced, was I got home and oh. the next day immediately got a virus of some kind. Very brief, like a 24-hour but it was, but okay, on the one hand, it was bad because I was, I had a fever, I was shivering, I was in pain. Sounds bad. But on the other hand, I was like, but I get to just like be in bed yeah. and treat this jet lag and this illness with like the utmost care, which was sort of, because I had a feeling that it was going to be short and because it was short, I didn't mm-hmm. mind. It feels like Chris's has been like maybe slightly more unendurable, but, um, but yeah, so that was definitely not great. And at the same time, I was sort of like, well... Worst things have happened. Then, wait, my... Pilsner. Pilsner. When Harry and I were in Italy before getting to Lake Como, we went to a place... Okay, this is the closest that I've ever come to enjoying... What's the word for a risotto ball that we both hate? Arancini. Arancini. The closest that I've ever come to liking something close to an arancini. Mm. It was a polenta. Mm. And it was stuff... It was filled with like a very pungent cheese mm. and it was mm-hmm. incredible mm-hmm. arancini there's something about the texture of the rice where it just goes full gloopy like if that if if the rice that's in an arancini was served as a risotto you would be like that's unacceptable that's not an actual risotto yeah well I, it seems like there's some kind of binding agent yes. in it Eesh. to make it i mean it's like a almost like a carnival food yeah it's very carnival so foody. i feel like it's they put whatever in it to that's the least time intensive and, easy and cheapest, you yeah. know, to just make it all stick together. But this was really exquisite and the flavors were quite delicate. It was very, very good. Um, so currently that's my Pilsner, but like, I'm sure we have some better ones that will come through as we discuss. Ooh, polenta, polenta. Oh and God. I'm saying it in my head, like Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> what song polenta, is it? Polenta, polenta. Uh, Shakira. Sh- oh, baby, when you talk like, like that. that. Well, so where we were in Italy, um, in Lake Como and in the Lombardia region, um, they make this polenta called Unica, Unica, whatever, U-N-I-C-A. And it's polenta that is done with like a lot of butter and oil and like a quite stinky cheese and it is is so insane what is that cheese i don't know i think it's just like their local cheese but it's so fucking good it's crazy yeah it was exquisite that whole day was exquisite i we went on to sample more polenta when we left you guys and went on to lake majore just red wine and polenta 
That's all I want. It would be bad. I know. Well, okay, which leads me into... So since getting back, mm-hmm. I have decided I, I got a book called Responsible Drinking. Okay. Because I'm attempting to learn how to drink, not quote unquote responsibly, because I don't think that I don't drink responsibly, mm-hmm. but I think I have to figure out how to stop blacking out because as people on this podcast will probably know, I black out incredibly easily because I got a concussion once when I was in college so and it's just very scary for me. So yeah. it's like, it's never like, I, I'm obviously I'm never like in circumstances, knock on wood, where like anything scary is occurring. Like I do think that my brain would, you know, kind of lock into place if something bad were yeah. actually happening. Yeah, yeah, you haven't. But it's like just crazy to have such a low threshold. So I'm like, okay, I need to just bring down my alcohol consumption to a place where it's like, I'm never blacking out anymore. Okay, I uh, all right. Please go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry, I interrupted. Uh-huh. You were about, you were coming around to like your thesis statement. Well, I guess you kind of made it. I mean, yeah, my thesis statement is just like I bought this book and I'm reading it and I'm doing all of these worksheets. Well, tell me what you've learned so far. Okay, let's see. I think I'm like three chapters in. Uh, it's basically it's so it's really for people who are like, okay, I don't think that I have an addiction to alcohol, mm-hmm. but. I noticed it interfering in my life in some way. Mm -hmm. And the way that I think of it is like, yes, definitely the blacking out is scary for me, but also like the shame spiral for me is so extreme. Yes. Like waking up the next day and just, and because I black out so easily, I often can't remember what actually happened. Mm -hmm. And I live in this terror. It's like, I've never lost a friend. I've never like nothing bad. Knock on wood has ever actually happened in the blackout period. But because I don't know, like the anxiety is, is, deeply excruciating yeah so that is also part of what i'm like oh okay that is something that i have to curb because i can't wake up like you know once a month or something being like oh my god i feel i i I have to text every single person who i may have seen yesterday and say sort of was i okay yeah well also you just (sighs) you don't have to do that and so for you you have to that's part of like the Remedy exactly. It's like it's feeling like oh okay, I didn't actually do anything shameful. I mean, it's like but you it's need to from my friends exactly because yeah. otherwise I'm I, I will truly go for days being like I must have done something terrible. I must I must have said something. I must have. Oh my it's god, it's so scary. I think wow, I think my husband does that a bit. Really, yeah. I do think that a lot of people because it's like it is a depressant, mm-hmm. and I think it also affects my sleep. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it's awful. But so <laughs> this book is basically like you shouldn't drink more than three or four nights a week. Mm-hmm. And like, you shouldn't drink more than three drinks each of those nights, which yeah. I'm like, that sounds completely doable. Yes. And I'm like that. I would just like to, to set that as a goal and just stick to that. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, wait, what do I, because I always think what happens to me is that I get to a place and then I'm like, this is so fucking fun. Like, fuck it. Let's keep going. Right. You know, it's like, I don't have the, because by that point I'm already drunk enough that I'm not like stopping myself. Yes. You know, it's yes. sort of like the third drink or the fourth drink or whatever is like yeah, yeah, ordering the fifth and the sixth. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. Wow. It has worksheets. That's what I'm really yeah. most interested in. Mm. It's very artist's way for drinkers. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds great. I just feel like I don't have the, you know, I, Knock on wood, I have not been concussed and don't have never blacked out. But um, you never blacked out? No. Holy shit! No. Oh my god! Oh, like that's so crazy to me. I'll like forget something, but then if when prompted, I'll be like, oh right. That's so because often people will like assume that I'm basically sober and I I have like no recollection of what we spoke about. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that I've been with you when you were 
Blacked out. Oh, I, I mean, a, a million like, yes, times. <laughs> way more times than I could ever count. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just have found that I, with age maybe, or hormones, I don't know, but it's like I don't even really get drunk anymore. Like, wow. for me to get... For me to get really drunk, I feel I start to feel sick before I feel sloppy drunk. Wow, that's so. So, do you feel like you go through a tipsy phase and then you? Yeah, just, and then okay. it's like kind of done. Oh, see, that's my dream. Like I, like I love being tipsy. I love the feeling of like literally one to one and a half mm-hmm. glasses of wine, and after that, I'm like, I'm, right. you know, it 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 has really diminishing returns. Yeah. That's so funny that you say you don't get drunk anymore. Like, when's the last time you feel like you were like fully drunk? I don't know. I I don't know if there was a point in our trip where I felt fully drunk. I think like fully drink. I'm all, I'm drunk right now, drinking this tea. Straight Turns in. out this green tea. I do feel wired. Um, I think maybe the last night I was like a little drunk. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I would say that the one thing that keeps me from drinking more out of like boredom or if the night is long or it's delicious, which often yeah. happens when you're drinking great wine with friends, is if I take like, if I microdose an edible. Oh yeah. Well then you're... You know, I'm not, but I mean like this, like not, not in any way to get high. Mm-hmm. Just, it just like makes you not want to, I don't, it's just not less appealing drinking That's suddenly to me. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people have, some people, it's like there's just a preference for one over the other. Like, I'll enjoy one glass of wine, but then it's like, oh, I'm kind of feeling feeling good and giggly. Yeah. Maybe I should just try microdosing edibles. (laughs) Just substitute one thing with another. Just try drugs. Hard drugs. Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, Take the edge off of everything. No. I think the, the... The taste is a big thing for me. Like, I love the taste of wine so much, and I like trying different things. And my other thing, and I feel like you actually really don't have this. It's like, if something is in front of me, and it can be ingested, I'm ingesting it. I don't mean with drugs, but it's like, there's salami, whether it's salami or beer, or like a glass of water, like, I can't have a thing in front of me that I know could be ingested and not ingest it, which is really... I've, I get that for like, sure. Yeah. It so it's hard for me to just be like, of, yeah, I'm sipping this one glass yes. and making it last forever, which yes. I think I just have to like change that because now, well, I just have to change That's it. That's a really you know? hard habit to break. I think with yeah. wine in particular, because you're like, I could just also drink this water sitting right next to it, but how boring. Right. Exactly. But yeah, where, yeah where's the flavor profile in that? Or maybe that's the trick is to be like... Mm. What are the notes in this water? I think people do that, and we shouldn't become those people. We should definitely not become those people. Water psalms. I f- or maybe it was a parody, no, but I, that no, was... No, they are a they real exist, thing. Yeah, right? somebody wanted to set us up with one to have on the podcast. Oh, right. Yes. That's well, why listen, I know what it is. As an Evian girl, I'm sure water psalms would tell me that I am the dregs of humanity. You think? I love the flavor of Evian, but people are always like, it tastes like warm piss. No, like, I've never heard that. When was the last that? time you had warm piss? Because I don't think that's what... It, yes. Oh, like multiple... Literally, like a multiple people have said that. Oh my God, <laughs> I didn't realize. I thought that like Dasani was... Dasani's just on another level. Dasani's just filtered tap water. Correct. It doesn't come from the... French Alps. No, it doesn't. Uh, um, anyway, I mean, I'll keep you abreast of my journey. Okay. But yeah, I'm like, I love the taste of alcohol. I love being tipsy. And I also, knock on wood, feel very lucky that I am not a person who drinks 
when I'm feeling sad. Yes. Like I generally drink when I'm feeling happy. It's, it's like a celebratory thing. Yeah. Which then of course makes me sad the next day when I'm like, oh no, like that was celebratory and now I'm like in a shame spiral. Right. But you had fun. You just have to convince yourself that. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, but so I'll keep you abreast of how okay. it's going. Thank you. For, I'm proud of you. That's great. And now also, I, yeah, it's the blacking out thing. Not, not That's great. And also it's got a bad rap, you know? Yeah. It's like people are like, oh, she blacks out, he blacks out. It's like, oh, they drink too much, they have a problem. It's like, no, you just, a lot of those people just, like yourself, hit your head too hard. No, it's like, thing. I can have like a beer and a half and like not remember things. Yeah. It's, it's really wild. It's yeah. not like a, yeah, yeah. It's, it sucks and it's quite upsetting. But I think, I, I think there's a bunch of people from college who have similar experiences of like having had one too many concussions or something and being like, oh yeah, I black out all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's weird to be casual about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I guess it just you just sort of become like inured to the fact that you don't remember part of the night. Oh my god, it's depressing. Okay, anyway, this is my big question for you: was how do you feel about pickled fish? Oh my god, are we talking about Sweden? Like roll mops and stuff. I mean. I don't know why I'm laughing as if it's like, I'm going to give the common answer. <laughs> but maybe in this country I am. I mean, I don't feel great about pickled fish. Sorry to disappoint you. Like, I love no. the idea of like a piroshki platter with like all different types of like Russian little TV. Yeah. Oh, also, hold on. Uh, I just have something to tell you that I just thought of. I, it will wait. Um, and a roll mop being one of those things. And I just never touch it. It's me neither. And when I do, I go, oh, I need a shot of vodka. Well, yeah, to wash it down to yeah. get the taste out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, it's one of those foods to me. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm so proud of my palate in terms of like, I'm like, it's oh, I'm willing topic. to try. I'm like, I'm willing. Oh, fuck it. Like, I'll eat anything. I eat oh, everything. Yeah. I don't like. Oh, yeah. It's... But pickled fish <laughs> like really sits in a niche where I'm like, I, I can't just do it. Can't. Yeah. So we were in in Italy. We went to this amazing. Oh. The mic did just literally drop itself. It's it did, on this, like it's on the most unstable tripod of all time. Hold on, guys. I'm just gonna move this again. Why are these tripods all so bad? And it even has like an Allen wrench, and I try to tighten it, and it doesn't do anything. Anyway, return. Um, <laughs> it's a little late. Yeah. Um, okay. So we went to this amazing wine shop in Italy and we had lunch in their wine cave and they had, um, so they had cured lake, no, no, salted lake fish, smoked. Okay. They had smoked, two kinds of smoked lake fish, oh, wow, which were so kinds. delicious. Mm-hmm. And then they and had cured and smoked or just smoked? Just smoked. Love it. And then they had pickled lake fish. And it's, I'm like, oh, right. These are two preparations that do the same thing right it's like it extends the shelf life of a fish yada yada mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they are so different in there which like of course yeah but it's just funny to think about i'm like oh smoked salmon i could eat as many sides as the day is long or whatever sure um whereas pickled i just can't get near it it's something about the sweetness that comes along yes. with it yeah sweet and fish do not go together no but i, I don't think i would like any kind of pickled protein i don't like a pickled egg it's so weird. I don't love a pickled egg, but I won't run from it. But I'll do it. Exactly. If you push me, if you hold me down. Push me. Like a pickled egg with a shot of vodka, I could live with. Sure. Our listeners are probably like, a shot of vodka, but you just said you black out all the time. Um, a pickled egg with like a shot of horseradish vodka. Oh yeah. Sure. 
a pickled anything. Mm -hmm. But with the with the fish, but you're right, like a pickled meat. Yeah, Oy. does that even happen? Why why was pickling fish a thing anywhere? I don't know. Pres preservation. Yeah, but there are other means. Surely someone was like, this is not the way that we should be doing this in terms of flavor. Right. If we want to maximize flavor, I don't even love a cured fish. Like, what was the fish? Yeah. I mean, sorry, I no, love no, no. a cured fish. I mean, like a salted fish. Like, I, an, like a salt-packed fish. Either. Yeah, even the mizzoltino that yes. we had. Yeah, yes. yeah. So it's a, a, a very Dried. classic dish from this area in Italy, and it's these small fishes, and they are salted and air-dried, exactly. Yes, they're like, and they're, so I imagine it's like an anchovy. But it's almost like it become like leather. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need, they're, I don't, just don't need my fish to be like leather. A small bite of it, I, I'm like so happy. But whereas a small bite of pickled fish, I can't, I can't, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. kind of start to retch a little. Meanwhile, my dad like looks at a jar of roll mops and is like, oh my God, I've never seen, it. like he, <laughs> literally the, my two parents, they will have a jar of herring and just like stand over the counter <gasps> eating a jar of herring. And I'm like, with what? Their fingers? I don't mean no, utensils. Like small, I mean like, like what, a like tiny, a toast? beautiful fork. What do no, you mean? No, yeah. I meant like, well, I, I realized what it sounded no, like. No, with nothing. With nothing. Like that to them would be like the perfect afternoon snack. That's so weird. I know. You know what? I realized there's an exception. I do kind of like gefilte fish. Oh, I like gefilte fish, which is weirdly so, so like sweet. Mm-hmm. But, okay, but we don't like gefilte fish that comes from the thing. I mean, I'll like, do I it. Like, oh, but also, but how much gefilte fish can you eat? Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, not I have lot. like a couple of bites and I'm so proud of myself and then I eat the little carrot on top mm -hmm. and I'm like, look at me yeah. eating my gefilte fish. Well, you kind of can't be eating it long enough to like fully notice that you're eating it. But it's you know also what I mean? not pickled. Isn't it? I think it's like, it's so crazy what it is. You know what's so great about it though? I'm like, that texture is basically matzo ball texture. Yeah, I'm so like, it's like kind of bubbly. I eat anything in that texture. Yeah, I it's love like it's that like moussey. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. foamy fish. Oof. Yeah. Woof. But you're right. That's a good call. That's a very good call on the exception. Like on the fourth and fifth bite, I mean, I could probably eat like a half of one, but then I'm the Spread color, out. and I'm like, oh, I just I don't. Do I need to be eating that? I don't know. I do enjoy it for the first two bites. Do you think bites. that our palates will eventually? Like acquiesce to the pickled fish no. phenomenon. You don't think so? Because part of me is like, what if I'm 40 and all of a sudden I'm like, I could, I don't want anything but robots. Oh my god! What if like that? I mean, that's the kind of shit that happens. I feel like when you're pregnant, but not just randomly. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine all of a sudden you're right? You woke up. That would be a great Chris, dumb movie. Instead <laughs> of like, like a body swap, like 13 going on 30, you just wake up and you have completely different tastes. Like. Oh my god. How is she gonna go about her day in New York? She doesn't want her bagel, she wants a Roma. She wants a Roma, but she's wearing Laura Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay, what are other I'm trying to think like what the other niches are of things that I genuinely like don't can't like do. and it's embarrassing. I mean, I really don't love an anchovy. You don't? No. Wow. Wait. An, a, like an anchovy okay. Yeah, like those right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, then I'll tell Harry not to put it on the I pepper. could, I can do them. I could probably do it on a pepper. But see, that's something that I became that I became interested really? in later in life. But I only like the ones that are like packed in oil. I don't like the ones that are packed in brine because again, yeah, it's pickled. It's too much. Like if there's if they still have silver skin on them, I'm not a big fan. No, I've, I don't know if I've ever had those. The ones that look like they're all full fish. Yes, like sometimes they'll do they're it cute. like on a like on a Caesar. Yes, you've definitely had it. Yeah, yeah. So anchovy in a Caesar salad. 
in the dressing, you don't mind it. No. I mean, and that's the thing. I, I don't, it's not like, oh, it can't touch the pepper. I often, it's almost like I want to do, I want to take the anchovy with my yeah. thumb and my finger and like wipe it exactly. and throw it away. I like the, I like the essence of it, but right. I, it's too much. Essence anchovy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it too concentrated. Yeah. I mean, it's extremely concentrated, which is why it's such a great thing to put in a sauce. Yeah. But I've become very into anchovies, and that's something that I really used to hate. Like, mm. that used to fall squarely in the category of cannot touch. Yeah. Gosh, I wish that we had thought of this earlier. Maybe we can come back to it next week, because there is there are other things that I have, like, deep-seated, like, embarrassment about not liking. Oh, my God. That I would never admit. But I feel like I need to get them off my chest. I mean, like, a big one for me is basically, like, peanut butter. Oh, yeah. I've known that about you. Yeah. Like, peanut butter in, in a... Peanut butter flavored anything cannot do. Peanut yeah. butter on its own cannot do. Peanut butter dressing? Hell yeah. <laughs> Love a peanut butter dressing. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, so good. Oh my god, when I was in college, I would always make like a, a peanut butter dressing. I would go around to all the stations. I would get like peanut butter from the sandwich station, soy sauce from like the stir fry station, oil from the salad station, and just make That's my. That's so smart. I would always try to dressing. make my own vinaigrette. But, like, the mustard was basically, like, French's. Oh, yeah. And the that balsamic they had, you know, <laughs> why, why are we even calling it balsamic? Whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so... I feel like kids now, like, st- college students now, are so much more acutely aware of food that, like... Yeah. Yeah. Most... Like, probably most students now who are interested in any form of food would, like, have a nice olive oil in their dorm or something, right? Or, like, like have something that they can... That, like, they really enjoy? Or maybe not. Maybe I'm totally full of shit. I don't know. I have no idea. Just, like, if I were in college now, I would just have a good olive oil and I would bring it with me to the Oh, I think I did that sometimes. You did? Yeah, and I would do, like, we had... We would go out to the grocery store and get, like, avocados and stuff. Just when we realized, oh, we can do whatever we want. Takes a while for that to settle in. Wait, I have a funny little story. Do you know the actress Troyan Belisario? No. You would recognize her. She was in um, Pretty, Little, Pretty Little Liars? Pretty yes. Little Liars. Um, Younger. She's our age. Okay. She went to Vassar my, our year and also like a drama kid. Um, she left, I think, either af- after first semester or first year. But we were like becoming friends. And I remember one day getting lunch with her. And I think she's from L.A. And she just like put, put together a salad and either she brought grapes or like crumbled blue cheese and wal- basically she made a Waldorf salad. And <laughs> I was like, amazing. holy shit, we're 18. And that, you know, I was a foodie, but as you said, times were different. And also, right. It would not have occurred to you. No. That's funny. Cause my memory of my friend who was from LA, which also I'm partially from LA, so I shouldn't, I'm, I'm not one to talk, but was that we would go to the dining hall and she would eat like half of her meal and then she would take her water and pour it all over her tray so that she wouldn't eat anymore. That's not okay. <laughs> so dark. <laughs> it's not okay. Eating disorders in the early 2000s, you know? Not early. Um, you know. Not. Yeah, not early. Yeah, yeah just like early. last year. Yeah. yeah was, we just graduated. Oh, wow. I just got out of college. <laughs> um, that is. But that's, yes, that's so good. I was mostly just standing at the granola station. Getting that strawberry yogurt and mm-hmm. granola and <laughs> Get all dessert the cereal. every day, every for every meal. Um, hold on, I want to go back to this idea of salads because I want to remark on some really great salads that we had while oh, we were in Italy. Okay, all right, we had some incredible food. Something that has stuck out in my mind that I can't stop thinking about: thinly sliced cold roast beef. Yes. Wow. 
Just had to say it. Just had to say it. All right, I got it out. I got it out. On to you. Yeah. I mean, imagine it. We just had it kind of um, as a sliced meat Italian style, but imagine it on a sandwich. But I loved that it was served as a sliced meat Italian style because it's like you never think of that. You just think of like salumi and stuff, and it was so... I fucking love roast beef. I love a roast beef sandwich with with mayonnaise and tomato, and that's it. Interesting. So good. Well, one of my favorite sandwiches that I haven't had in so long, and maybe I'll get it for myself tomorrow, (gasps) roast beef with brie. Yes. And a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard, and that's it. No, I feel like there's always arugula on that no, sandwich, no, no, but no, sometimes no, 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 they no. call it rocket. Why <laughs> are more people calling arugula rocket? It's Why such a better. It's such yeah. a better name it for is it. So much because it rockets you right out there. I know it is a way better name. It's so much more fun. Um, I don't know. We can start the rocket movement. Well, people are gonna think that we're assholes and are trying to be British. Oh fuck. Yeah. So we can't. All right. Arugula it is. Um, fuck. Okay. So just the roast beef, beef, the cheese, and the mustard Ro- and the mayonnaise. Cheese. Yeah, maybe. No like, t- is there a fig situation? No, 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 no. <gasps> There's nothing sweet. Okay. No, it's like a, it's like a purely, God, where can I get this sandwich tomorrow? Fuck, I'm suddenly having, but it has, it's gotta be on like a roll. It's like more of like a hero-y sandwich. I see, it's not I a see, sourdough. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, a piece of lettuce. Oh, God. Okay, wait, talk to me though about the salads. Because it's it is the season of the salads, and I'm making like four salads for dinner tonight. Yeah, I know. I'm always so perplexed suddenly when the farmers markets and start to become abundant, and there's so many vegetables. I'm like, wait, what? What do I do? We had, I mean, fennel. Shave. Wasn't there a salad we had with fennel? But it wasn't your typical. I can't. Was that the one that had eggs in it? Oh yeah. It was so good. I feel like there were a lot of things that were made creamy that I wouldn't expect. And mm-hmm. then a lot of things that are usually creamy that were made not creamy. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, this this month's Cook's Illustrated, whatever, the summer's Cook's Illustrated. Yes. Has a series of non-mayo-y um, chicken salads. <gasps> one of which has like an avocado dressing. That Ugh. sounds... No, no, no. Where like is Avocado me? whipped, like that you would put like puree mm-hmm. with like dill or something okay. and then like okay. one that was mustardy they just mm-hmm. sounded so good yeah because mayo eat chicken salad you know me and the mayo yeah it's one of our biggest points of contention i know um i'm like i'm putting a mayo eat chicken salad on a sandwich and i'm also putting extra mayo on the bread i know that's you are. me <laughs> that's me <laughs> but that's just me mm-hmm. um okay i'm trying to think of like more exciting things that we ate well so then we went to prague Italy was fabulous. We ate wonderful food. I weirdly didn't eat that many pastas in Italy, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I eat pasta at home all the time. Prague, a little bit of a revelation, I gotta say. The food we had in Prague was unbelievable. And I think we both had this real worry of, like, it's very touristy. There's nothing that is, like, not touristy because we were staying in an old town. We were staying in an old yes. town, and, like, we really were only walking. We didn't take a single Uber. We didn't get in a subway. We didn't do... We were really only walking. That's true. Which meant that we were really only in the touristy area. So I'm not saying that all of Prague is touristy. But, no. like, where we were certainly was. So we were like, the food is just going to suck. We're just going to, like, accept it and just eat shitty meals, whatever. Every single meal blew it out of the water. Yes. Oh Even God. just, like, we stopped. We needed... The day you got in, right? We yeah. stopped for like a little snack, a little chip hour, if you will. Yeah. We got like, what? What did we have? Oh, a sausage. That was oh that was maybe the best sausage I had on the trip. That sausage was incredible. Incredible. So like, really big red, like great snap, yeah. almost like a real hot dog. Yeah. 
Totally, but huge. Huge, huge. They yeah. had the girth. Yeah, the girth. Woo! Uh, thing. Yeah. Um, and, and then we had like tomatoes and mozzarella, but with, and this was like a random place on the side of the street in the middle of a tourist area with like quite good mozzarella. Yeah. And then we had nachos. Which were good. Which were made with Doritos. Which were good. Yeah, exactly. But apparently it's a flavor of, of Dorito that doesn't exist in the States. No, that was a straight up Cool Ranch. No, it wasn't. You don't think so? It Mm-mm. wasn't the color of Cool Ranch, but I think it was the flavor it of Cool Ranch. It was something different. Interesting. <laughs> I won't argue. Oh, I, I wouldn't know if it was Cool Ranch. Excuse me. Then we went to a place called Locale, which Ari was extremely resistant to going to. I will have everyone know. She was like, it's going to be brightly lit. And like, it's called local, which means there's going to be no locals there. I was the worried local seeing the went. sign. But go on. Yeah, that's that correct. So that is what I said. Um, it was so good. Yeah, it was fantastic. Also, just like drinking beer in a large room at a big wooden table. There are a few things that sing to me more. Yes, you little German. Yes. You. You little German, you. <laughs> um, and then our last night, we went to this restaurant, which kind of felt like the way... <laughs> you have to tell the story of getting the, the table. But it felt like a Prague version of like a barbecue, just in terms of, you know, there are five things. They specialize, sorry, yeah. I should preface this by saying they specialize in pork knuckle, which is mine. I can't believe I haven't had pork knuckle oh, before. It, this is why we have to go to Germany. I yeah. like The next time we travel together, it has to be to Germany. Yes. Oh my God, you're going to freak out. Yeah. Pork knuckles everywhere. Truly everywhere. Ugh. Um... They only do pork knuckle, pork rib. Yes, and then a bunch of sides, and you split everything, and it was fucking, it was glorious. We also had, like, one of the best pizzas I've had in a really long time Oh, my God. We did. Guys, it's called San Carlo. If you find yourself in Prague, you gotta go. Okay, you gotta go to Porks. Yep. Gotta go to Local, and you gotta go to San Carlo. Yep, and you gotta go to um, the the seafood place that we went to. Yeah, that was so great. Blue. Oh, fuck. Blue Fjord? Is that right? Maybe. All Very right. good. One of these places you just pick out your seafood. It was Blue Fjord. Um, God, those oysters were good. The crab was so good. Yeah, the crab was. It was amazing. insane. Yep. Well, Prague. Prague. Prague knocked it out of the park. Really did. Um, well, I wanted to say something else about pork. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we arrived at this restaurant. Mm. That was so okay. So this was incredibly bizarre. So we arrived at this restaurant. Hi, Chris Geary, by the way. Hello. We were visiting our friend, Chris Geary. The reason why we were in Prague, let me go back. The reason why we were in Prague is because our beautiful friend, Chris Geary, is, is a working, vampire. Is a vampire. Yeah. Is working on Interview with a Vampire, which our friend Roland Jones wrote and our friend Adam O'Byrne is producing. So it's very exciting and we had many reasons to go and visit. Plus, mm-hmm. we had never been to Prague before. So on our last night, thank God Chris had the night off. We went to this place called Porks, which is right by the Charles Bridge, i.e. like the most touristy place in town. Yeah. And yet the food was outstanding. Yeah. And we're standing outside, sort of waiting for a table. And the guy comes up and there's like two other parties waiting. Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell the story. Well, let me help you out. I mean, you're doing really well. That Yes. <laughs> uh, this I can never drink green tea and record again. P.S. I feel like I'm on cocaine. Really? Wow. Yes. Um, so we were waiting and this guy comes out. And there were four, what did you say? Three or four couples? Yeah, yeah. And he asks where we're all from, as if, like, that's what, uh, apparently that's how we were going to get a table. And we said we were from New York, and there was another couple from, I can't remember, all over. Yeah, but I... Australia? Yeah, I think there was, like, an Australian guy. Yes, exactly, yeah. Austria. Whatever it was. 
And he just kind of looked at us. He, how would you like, like describe that behavior? He was a little smug. Yeah, very smug. Yeah. Also, sort of like, oh, you're fucking Americans. Yes, and then, and then just kind of stood there. It was very manipulative in a way that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, what's he gonna do? You know. And then he, no, you just had the good sense to just chime in with some German. I said, well, I'm German. And then he goes, ah, right this way. It was so... Well, no, you like had a little interaction. Yes. In German. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, follow me. It was so weird. It was (laughs) like he was choosing, which P.S., that's the fastest I've ever got into any club. Yep. It was like he was he was at the door. He was yes. bouncer at the door. And he was like deciding which hot girl to let in. I mean, I'm using hot girl as a euphemism. Exactly. For like which nationality, I guess. Yes. Which sounds completely racist and problematic. But I wonder um, if that's like part of the shtick, like a wiener circle in Chicago where right. like they just kind of act a little like dicks. But everyone else there was so friendly that I feel like. But maybe that's like his thing. Could I, be. You know, totally. that's kind of what like, it felt like he was performing a bit. wouldn't need a thing. And then he let us like the best table in the it was it was a very exciting yes the whole <laughs> exactly it was theatrical from start to finish yes totally and then this meal this meal was incredible also just like the beer there's something about the f- i don't want to say the freshness i think of it that is the beer, freshness but i'm like uh, what? what is that automobile okay what okay. do you think it sounds like it's a it's a two it's a guy on two wheels <laughs> wearing like full ski goggles mm-hmm. and like chugging it all the way down Fifth Avenue. What do you think of this? I mean, honestly, it sounds to me like a lot of bees. <laughs> it sounds like a drone. It sounds too electric to be... It doesn't got the brrr of a motorcycle. No, I think it's like... I think it's it sounds shooting like, a lawn like black Moyer. stuff Moyer. out of the... <laughs> Please help me. That's the green tea. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was going to do Jesus this to you. Jesus Christ. Um... Well, I'm just hoping to beat my jet lag by by staying up until 10 p.m. tonight. I somehow didn't get jet lag. Really? You, I hate those people who are like jet lag is a myth. I'm like it's, it's just, not. It's not a myth. I actually think the jet lag just like bonked me into a healthy sleep pattern. So I weirdly didn't have it to Europe. Uh huh. But I had it on the. I now I'm for some reason I never get it this way, but this time I am. Huh. Well, you're also still a little sick. Oh, stop. You can use it. Use it. As an excuse. Yeah, I'm still sick. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> um, okay, so that guy was just going off with his lawnmower. Um, <laughs> Prague. Oh, yeah. I want to just say one other thing about Italy, just for so we can practice this recipe and saying it out loud. Oh, um, those potatoes. We okay. had some incredible potatoes, and the chef, the insane chef, told us how to make them. And let's oh let's go, okay, let's okay, say okay, it. okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. You start. Okay. You take a pan. I'm going to try and be as descriptive as possible as if we're writing a recipe. Yes. A, a heavy bottomed pan with high sides. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you fill it with maybe an inch of olive oil. Quarter inch. Quarter inch. Quarter inch. Quarter inch. Yeah. Quarter inch. Um, and you start to warm it. Okay. Wait. What kind of potatoes were they? Oh fuck. Um. Um. Were they like? Like gold, I would say it's Yukon? like a Yukon gold kind of a thing because they weren't puffy like a russet, like a russet. Exactly, yeah. they were quartered, quartered. They were waxy, exactly. So waxy potato quartered, and you're just warming the oil. This is not splattering; Mm-mm. it's just like warm. Then the potatoes are oh. cold. Or the like potatoes go in. I don't know if the temperature of the potato matters. It might. Okay. Fuck. Okay. The room temp. Room temp. Room temp. 
you put in the quarters. Okay. Then once the oil is hot. Yes. But not too hot. Not too hot. They shouldn't start to fry. Yes. Um, then you cover it or put in like, I don't know, another quarter inch of broth. First you let it like brown. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then you turn them. Yes. Exactly. You turn them. So like you want to get it brown on the, whatever sides you cut. Yes. Oh, and they were almost cut like a barrel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's so cute little barrel. So then you could get like a nice, beautiful, like almost like a creme brulee on each side. Yes. So they weren't triangular or like geometric in any, they were barrels. (gasps) The only way to cut or like tubers. Anyway, uh, yes, turned them, then put broth in there. Yes, so then you were going to put chicken broth on. Cover it. Cover it. Cook it. Cook it. And that's all she... I love how we're like, okay, we're going to be as descriptive as possible. But, like, it's really simple, but I think I have a panic about... Oh, no, 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 you're adding your aromatics. Go, go. Okay, you... I think... Once it's in the oil, yes, you add your aromatics. So first you let them brown, then you add your aromatics. Mm-hmm. Let them cook a little bit with the aromatics, mm-hmm. i.e. rosemary, garlic, thyme. Mm-hmm. Then you cover mm-hmm. with, with the chicken oh, broth. Oh, and there was then butter. There was butter in there. There was butter. Yeah, 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 yeah. And covered, and then, I don't know, he just kind of let them do their thing. I mean, it's sort of like, have you ever had really good potatoes, Anna? No. It's like a potato cake, but it's uh-huh. like cooked in... It's like cooked in not just it, it it's it's thinly sliced potatoes. Mm. Imagine in like a cake pan or something. Yes. But it's not just fried in oil. It has broth in it so that they get not just brown but also like I think I have had that. unctuous. Yes. That's the word. Well, they just absorb everything. And that's why the oil has to be warm first because they'll just start to absorb the oil, but if it's warm, the potato like won't take that in. But I think they do take it in. Like Some you want of it. it to be buttery. Yeah, right? yeah, but like not too much, you know? Let's just try it. Yeah, we'll get back to you guys next. Hold on, right now we're gonna go make these potatoes. No, we won't. They were so good. Yeah. So freaking good. So much good food. And now I am, I mean, so my body by the time, so porks was our last meal. Yes. And my body was like in full rejection mode. My body was like, you have to stop. You yes. actually have to stop feeding me and drinking so much. Like yes. it's, it's over. Yeah. Like I was getting into bed and being like, I'm having trouble breathing. I mean, it was not pretty. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm very actually relieved to be home. But I'm like, what's the way to travel where that doesn't happen to you? Where you're gone for three weeks and yet you come home being like, I feel so, I feel like I never left. Think you have to be extremely active. Like for yeah. our honeymoon, I didn't feel that way, but we were eating so much. I've never eaten so much in my life, but yeah. we since we were doing so much hiking, yeah, it was crazy. Because the last week we didn't hike, but the middle week we did so much that it like spiked my metabolism. Wow. I remember we like got off a train and I had like a I had eaten like a sleeve of cookies, and I was like, "What is wrong with me?" Wow. My body was just like burning it. It was amazing. Yeah. But I think, like, yeah. the, all the walking we did. But, yes, I felt... I think today is the first day I've had an appetite back. Yeah, same. I mean, I, I... Well, I was sick one day. Yeah. And then I just had juice the other day, which, like, I haven't done a juice anything in mm-hmm. so long. But I was like, well, I think I just kind of need a bunch of green juice. I know. And it's always so... You start ugh, you start the vacation so excited to eat, and you're, it's so fun. And, and then it becomes a chore. Yeah. That's and like that's terrible. But yeah. then I think it's like oh, just actually finding more of a happy medium instead of. 
Because my, like I said, when I see something that is ingestible gonna, in front of me, like I'm going to ingest it. I think on vacation, of course, too, because everything's so new and right. you're only there. You don't know if you'll ever go back there. But I think then being like, oh, I'm actually tasting this and like this thing I like, but I don't love it. Yes. Maybe I don't need to eat the entire thing. You know, like that yes, kind of terrible. attitude. I mean, I don't know how to do it, but you know, yeah. it exists for someone. Oh, oh, you mean like the... I see what you're saying. Just like, yeah, like, oh, this bread that's sitting here, like, it's not actually that great. I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. It's that, you know, those people who are like, yeah, I just always lose weight when I go to Europe. Yeah. Well, you're, then you're not doing it right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I think try and be as active as you, as one can, but sometimes that's just, you can't. Sometimes you just want to go lay on the beach and that's, and you just are going to feel like shit at the end of your trip. Yeah. And then you'll come home and exactly. The body is a rubber band. It's fine. What was your juice cleanse? If I may. I didn't really do a juice cleanse, but I found this place called Ohm on Madison 27th that does, um, glass bottles. Mm. So I just went, I got like a beet one that was so yummy. They were all really good because they had a lot of ginger and maybe even a little bit of cayenne. Mm -hmm. I got a carrot one that's like better than any carrot one I've ever had. And then I got a couple green ones. And then I also got out a bunch of my chicken broth from the freezer. And I did chicken broth with turmeric, cayenne, ginger. Yeah. And that was so tasty just to like sip on. Yes. And now I have to use the rest of it to like make a rice or something. Ugh. A good broth. We've said it once. And we'll We've said it a million it times. But a juice cleanse. I remember back when juicing was all the rage. Remember where it felt like you couldn't turn a corner without seeing a juice shop. It was yes. truly despicable. New York trying to be LA. And also, like, juicing is fucking over. It's over. Like, it was... I'm not. Like, ju- I did this not because I. No. I had. I, I had. To. You had to do yeah. on anything else. You yeah. just needed nutrients. Yeah, exactly. And it do. It does feel good to like. Just fucking down a, a good green juice. Yeah. Of course. There are reasons why people have been doing it forever. But to juice, you know, that kind of whole juicing trend was so annoying. But I remember doing one of many that I did and being like, oh, wait, so I could have soup? <laughs> like, how come I can't have soup? Right. Yeah, why can't I just have pureed vegetables <laughs> like that, that are, are salty? Yeah. I know. It's yeah. so true. Exactly. Instead of, like, so much sugar. Okay, if juice bars have been replaced by something in New York City, what do you think it is? Because I have the perfect answer. Are we just talking about... Um, okay, hold on. Are we talking just purely in terms of real estate? Pretty or much. Yes. Real estate, but also perhaps like... Food trend? Yes. Diet trend. Or just food. food. Trend. Okay, I'm going to go really wild card. Okay. Like... Bag your own nut shops. Whoa, <laughs> those are popping up all over the place. I'm like, this is there's a, some kind of uh, money laundering scheme happening. Yeah, there's one now on Sixth Avenue. Yeah, I think Bag there's one right nuts. over on Broadway. It's oh, just really? like nuts and fruits, and Which it's like everyone wants love. their own sahadis. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say poke. It's back. You don't feel like every juice place that was like replaced by like a poke place that was probably run by the same people? Probably, but I thought poke ended. It's, I mean, no, but I, but that was like to me the immediate, the immediate after effects, yes, the immediate yes, yes, after effects yes, of yes. juice were, was poke, right? Yeah, where like, it was still like, oh, it turns out like we need protein. And so all of a sudden it became like all these poke places where you're like, where the fuck is this fish from? How are they getting this much yeah, salmon? What How are, are they, these I mean, cubes that you're calling tuna? I know, oh I'm just, it's, yeah. 
Why do you, oh, oof. I mean, real poke is one of the greatest things on earth, but poke in New York City for, you know, $8, I don't know. No, oh, no not, not even. It's like for $18. Oy, oy, oy. Um, yeah. But okay, great. And then poke led straight to bag your own nuts. That's right. <laughs> there must have been something in between. COVID, probably. Yeah, probably. Urgent cares. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, if we're do- going from a pure real estate place. Oof. Wait, I'm trying to think, like, what are the other foodie trends well guys you know we've been talking for long enough 52 minutes to be exact oh if you guys are looking for a good podcast that's very interesting and about being a woman and how much female experience is doubted in the medical world Mm -hmm. um it's called the retrievals it's on the new york times and it's on podcasts and apps and it's well, it's part of Syria. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's As cereal. if they need any advertising. No, but I'm just saying, like, I hadn't, Jill told me about it, and I was, and I started listening. It's just, it's just, it's it very is. fascinating. Everyone should listen to it, yeah. for sure. It's yeah. not like Including a niche men. story. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I will say also, if we're just giving free recommendations, oh, free advertising, yeah. watch Interview with a Vampire, guys, if you haven't seen it. It's on AMC, and it's really, really good, and I'm not a vampire. By a person, but I, it's, on the other hand, uh, yeah. Ari was like, "Well, you're, are you a vampire person?" I was like, "Well, I read all the Twilights and I saw all the Twilights and, and I, I love, love True Blood." blood. <laughs> it's, you know, I'm bringing it all full circle. It's I don't like it because it's kind of like there's so much like mouth mouths on neck sucking sounds. Yeah, I think if you just listen to it, that's gnarly. But it's also like the faces that people make when they're about to suck their butt. Oh, anyway, God. Interview oh, with the Vampire is fantastic. And our friends are on the, some of our friends on the first season, second season. And, and congrats you know, to all of them. And uh, great that they're working. Exactly. And some of us on <laughs> no season. Just kidding. All right. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. You know, we hope that it's okay that sometimes we take these random breaks, but we hope yes, that you... Yes, it's fine. Night, I'm, excuse me, I'm having a moment with our listeners. Have My it. God, it's fine, she says. I'm just saying, I know like most people do podcasts every single week and they're reliable, but I think we're sort of currently not. And like, I hope that's just, I hope you guys still enjoy listening. But I think we could also, I and mean, I'm saying this on air, so we remember, we can just play older episodes, re-release episodes. That's what... Normal Why? podcast too, because so who, then it shows up in people's feed. Yeah, it's it pops up at the top of their feed, and also I mean we have so many great episodes that since we're always doing new ones, they get lost, and then you have to like scroll, and it's still so hard to find which podcast you want to listen to. Yeah, you know. So I just think we should be in the habit of doing that. Doesn't well, Ari listens to more podcasts than I do, so I'll trust you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. We're about to go on a show. To, to, that tea hits hard. Show. Did you microdose? No. <laughs> I'm sober as a canary. Sober as a judge. Cat? Judge? Yeah, sober as a judge. Mm. I think that's using the word sober in two ways, you know? Yes. Yeah. Ooh, love that. All right. Love you guys. Maybe see you next week. We yeah. assume so. We will see you next week. Ahoy. Ahoy. Is how you say, it's sort of like ciao in in Czech. Yeah. And um, what else did we learn? Uh, Debris. Debris. It's like, like, woo. um, Dequi. Dequi. Thank you. And prosim, please. And then there was one other one (gasps) that I can't remember, so we'll leave it at that. If you're Czech, 
Check us out. Yeah, <laughs> nice.